Welcome everyone to Apologies to the Next Generation. With me, I have Cara Hartley here to talk with me today about a very important and interesting topic, LGBTQIA rights. This conversation will include the recent religious discrimination bill, mental health and young LGBTQIA teens, and ways to help stop the discrimination. Now, Cara, before we get into all of that, tell me, what is LGBTQ rights? Well, the acronym itself stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and intersex and asexual. And the plus stands for other members inside of the community. The acronym advocates for pride and rights within the community and it shows the safe and encouraging environment that they have built. Why do you advocate for LGBTQ plus rights? Um, I think it's just because mainly I've witnessed firsthand people at the protests that are happening, like during Pride Month, let's say, or now with the religious discrimination bill, um, that like I've witnessed these people, they have so much emotion that they put into it. And these people, they deserve basic human rights. They are people and they, the emotions in them are really powerful. And when you see that kind of thing, you just think it's very powerful, I guess. <laughs> what is it about the religious discrimination bill that makes it problematic, as I say? So Section 38 of the Religious Discrimination Bill, basically it gives religious schools the authority to discriminate based on gender identity, sexual orientation, marital status or pregnancy. Um, This would give these schools, these religious schools, the right to expel students or teachers for not identifying with their birth assigned gender or sexual orientation or anything like I said before. Uh, Luckily, Rebecca Sharkey's proposal to wipe the entire Section 38 was backed by Labor and five Liberal MPs. So how would the future look if Section 38 was put back into place? Uh, For a start, these religious schools, like I said, they could begin to expel students on these terms and they could take away their basic human right of education by expelling these students. Um, Also, it applies not just to students but to teachers. It overrides the law that was originally put in place that makes it illegal to sack teachers on the basis of gender, identity, sexual orientation, marital status or pregnancy. And it just puts a lot of unnecessary stress on these people and their families. Into the stress part of it. Why is mental health so much more significant in LGBTQIA plus teens than any other age group? Like I said, these people, they deserve rights. They are people and especially teenagers, they're at that stage in their life where they're trying to figure themselves out. They're like, you know, they're going through a lot already as it is. And to kind of put this pressure onto them of while they're figuring themselves out, they have to figure themselves out in the right way, in quotation marks. And like taking their like privileges a way to be who they are and like making them afraid that if they are like who they are um these schools can do that kind of thing to them it's not good it yeah it's just absurd I mean like to like enforce that kind of thing on them of course how prevalent are mental health conditions among LGBT uh, Recently, there has been a huge increase in the numbers uh, within men- the mental health and suicide rates that are recorded among the age groups of 13 to 18. Uh, we've seen these numbers go up in teens all across the globe, but the major groups that have been affected are in the LGBT community. Um, these mental health issues are prevalent, like I said again, because they are trying to figure out, they've already got these things going on where going into high school and like growing up in general and now they're trying to figure out who they are and with this their society and these schools have been kind of pushing this sort of ideology upon them and 
not being able to fully express who they are without, you know, having to worry about what other people might think is a big, plays a big part in mental health. So with all that in mind, what can we as the listeners do to help and support the community? Uh, mainly just talk about it, keep spreading the word about issues within the community, about successes, mainly about successes within the community. We don't want to put a bad rap and keep it flowing through the communities so we can stop discriminating against them. So keep this conversation going. If the message does get to the entire world, then we can have a more safe future for these young teens and we can have a, a better world in general, really. What would you say to the listeners and the future generations of this community? Um, On behalf of society as a whole, I am so sorry. Me and many others are so sorry for the way that you've been treated, for the the way that your community has been treated. Um, These people, they don't deserve what they're getting, the bad rap that they're getting and some of the bad things that are happening to them. They don't deserve any of that. These, again, they're people. And they deserve the rights to be born into the world and, you know, live like anyone else would. So I think it's it's unfair that they've been treated unequally. And I think that they, des- they, well, I don't think, I know, they deserve the rights of any other human. So I am, on behalf of society, I am truly sorry for the stress that these young teens have had to undergo. Well, thank you very much, Kara. This podcast was pro- was produced by Kara and Ella for Kildare College in partnership with the ArchD Radio and Podcasting. The music in this episode is from Blue Dot Sessions. If you'd like to hear more episodes from Kildare College, you can check it out at our podcast page that's linked in the show notes. See ya.